part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, this is the Nelson Show, episode uh, da, da, 439, number nine. Yep, that right. Number nine, number nine. What are you doing? That's nine, stupid. Number nine. And if there's one thing you know, Lefty, it's stupid. Shut up. So anyway, the Republicans finally re- uh, took the House after yeah. Yeah. two weeks oh, yeah. to find somebody who could count. Uh, still some counting here and there and some uh, legal shenanigans oh, underfoot needs to be uh, underway, what have you. Uh, but, uh, well, that's sure stole it from Gary Lake. But uh, all in all, that's that. And so nasty Pelosi finally stepped down from power, despite the fact that she's lost the House before. But she was able to fail upward for quite a while. Uh, until at the ripe old age of 83 at this point. So uh, besides, she's got to deal with something at home. I, Who knows what? Oh, I think we know. Whatever that. it was. Stop it. Stop got an NBC News reporter suspended because he got caught in the act of journalism. So anyway, there's that story. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, that's that the House is in there. So right off the bat, they said they're going to probe... Hunter Biden. Well, he done did a lot of probing himself, mostly to some Russian prostitutes. That is outrageous. I mean, this poor man has suffered enough with his sickness of addiction, and you're just using him to get to his father. It's just cowardly, and it just absolutely ab- ab- abominable. What's abominable is selling that access to your daddy to the Chinese just so you can spend Spend it all on snorting crap up your nose off of a whore's ass right before you poke it. Oh my god! It's all true. I seen the video. It's obviously Russian disinformation. I mean, you already admitted that most of those prostitutes were Russian. Holy shit, do you hear yourself? Well, not yet, but I will when I replay the Nelson show. Well, don't worry too much about the Hunter Biden investigation because uh, Joe Biden's wingman, Merrick Garland, uh, will probably do everything he can to block it all. I mean, uh, to honor subpoenas, or the House would need him to uh, enforce it. <laughs> and he'll just say, well, he's in the middle of his own investigation of Biden, you know, thereby stalling it. Uh, and not to be outdone by this, he's announced a special prosecutor to uh, investigate Donald Trump. For what? Well, January 6th. Oh my god! You can just watch the tape. He was giving a speech. Oh, there was secret conversations going on. Yeah. With the FBI and their plants out there stirring shit and framing people. Oh, come on! Well, then why can't we talk to Rams? Oh, oh god. This right-wing shit. Look, when are you going to accept it? January 6th was worse than 9 11 Pearl Harbor and the Civil War combined. <laughs> well, I guess the Civil War and Pearl Harbor didn't break any windows in Washington, so you got a point there. So, except 9 11 did. So, uh, well, two out of three, I guess. Well, anyway, uh, uh, Taylor Swift's mad at Ticketmaster. Why? I don't know. Well, she should be. Why? Because they're like a corporation. All right, I haven't really looked into it, but I'm sure there's a good reason. Oh, my God. And uh, Wakanda Forever had a steep drop-off in its second week. 
uh, because it's apparently not that great of a movie, and some people are saying it's 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 racist. What? That's it's the absolute opposite of racism. It, you know, it, it it's pointing out how white people are inherently colonizers. Oh my God! Oh hell no! Yeah, I I haven't seen it. I don't think I probably will. I still haven't seen the Thor movie because uh, Marvel is just down the commode. You know, oh, it's just it's oh, just falling off. Don't give a rat's ass. And all these movies show. they've put out, the, the shows, most of them are terrible. Um, they Spider Man was the best one, uh, the best one they've had, and that seems to have just been an aberration. Uh, so DC, it's wide open. If you can take it, you almost never do. But if you can get Superman right, uh, you're going to own this shit. Uh, so uh, the floor is yours. It sure is. Yeah. So stick around for more Nelson show. Uh, we got a new Sun King episode. Uh, little Nelson knows. <laughs> Nelson knows. Follow <laughs> your nose. It always knows. Uh, Nelson news segment. Oh, and uh, um, Lefty it. and I will uh, review another episode of Space 1999. Oh, yes. Yeah. Stick around for that. I won't, because again, I don't care about that shit. Though it asked you. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. They had to keep their hands off girls in order to keep the Army's hands off them. That's the storyline of the darndest, gayest, funniest fairy tale you've ever seen on the motion picture screen. That's the Gay Deceivers in absolutely divine color. The Gay Deceivers stars Kevin Coughlin, Larry Casey, and Brooke Bundy and introduces the sensational find of the year, Michael Greer. Now, you see, The Gay Deceivers is all about... What? Well, we can't exactly tell you the storyline because it's not for Mom and Dad and the Apple Pie crowd. But for you groovy cats, it's out of sight. So, is he or isn't he? Only his draft board and his girlfriend know for sure. You won't want to miss the comedy show of many a year, The Gay Deceivers. What kind of a movie is this? This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Man gets jump rope stuck in bladder after shoving it into his penis. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A 79-year-old Japanese man managed to get a 90-inch jump rope stuck in his bladder after allegedly shoving the rope into his penis. Doctors wrote in a September study published in Urology Case Reports that the unidentified man inserted the rope through his urethra. However, the handleless rope became tangled and stuck in the man's bladder. The man was forced to seek medical help, complaining that he was suffering from a condition called dysuria. That's difficulty with urination. It's understandable with a rope in the way. Uh, Well, the doctors found the rope. Uh, Medics unraveled the medical mystery by investigating his bladder, where they found a large object accompanied by acoustic shadows. It was then the man admitted what had happened, although he did not explain why he did it. 
and was transferred to a hospital. An x-ray then revealed the object was a wire-like coiled foreign body. According to doctors, there was no way to remove the rope the way it went in. So they had to perform surgery on the patient. Transurethral extraction was difficult considering the length of the rope and its entanglement in the bladder. Said Professor Toshiki Kijima, co-author of the study. Traditionally, grasping forceps and retrieval baskets are used to remove foreign bodies. However, wires inserted into the bladder usually curl up as the bladder contracts. Therefore, a special consideration is required for the wire-like foreign bodies. The medical team had to retrieve the rope through an incision made in the man's abdomen to remove the rope in full. Thankfully, the man recovered from the surgery and suffered no long-term injury. Hopefully they gave him proper instructions on the proper use of a jump rope. You're, you're supposed to jump it, not shove it up your pee hole. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Yes, you're thinking, where in the hell can I get some more Mr. Nelson stuff? <laughs> As if there wasn't enough already. Oh, boy, there's, there's so many. Well, anyway, the latest is the thenelsonratings.locals.com. Gee, what's that? Well, it's the Mr. Nelson Post Locals page. Why is it two different titles? Because I screwed up and I can't change the URL, so it's nelsonratings.locals.com. So anyway, you, you get a lot of the usual Nelson stuff there, a lot of links to different uh, videos from my Rumble account and all that good stuff, and uh, you know, uh, Photoshops and what have you, and uh, that's the free stuff. But for a cheap paywall, <laughs> you get Mr. Nelson Theater, which is my poor man mystery science theater treatment of old public domain movies, particularly in the sci-fi and horror genre. So you can check those out, and in that version of them, they're uh, cut up into episodes, almost like a TV show. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. So there's all kinds of cool stuff already there. You can head over there and check it out, plus some cartoons, some stuff I did for Compound Media shows, all that great stuff, all there for you to sign up, join up, and help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson, while enjoying some great Nelson stuff for you. So head over to thenelsonratings.locals.com. That's N-A-I-L-S-I-N ratings.locals, L-O-C-A-L-S.com. Yes, it's just that simple. Smellogs Poop, the super delicious laxative, presents The Adventures of Sun King. Faster than the speed of light. More powerful than an atomic bomb. Able to leap the moon in a single bound. What? Up in the sky! It's a comet! It's a UFO! No! It's Sun King! Yes, Sun King. And who? Disguised as mild-mannered tabloid reporter Mark Milktit, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. On a cold, moonlit night, we find a solitary security guard doing his rounds in the back lot of the Rexcore Research Facility in Cityopolis. 
Hey, this is Jeff checking in. Everything checks out here. On my way to the next section. Okay, Jeff. Eh? Hey. What? There's somebody flying around here. Flying? Hey, coming right in. And hot. They're on fire? I mean, they're shooting fire at the place. The next morning, at the offices of Capes Confidential, the world's premier superhero tabloid, we find owner, publisher, and editor-in-chief Richard Suckle briefing his reporting staff. Well, sadly, it's uh, been mostly a quiet month so far, and we really only have two news stories that show some amount of promise. One in particular is a pretty solid average story. That's worth pursuing. Uh, The second one, well... Well, we'll make do with what we can. So the first one up is, of course, now Boogie Man is still at large after escaping from Brownstain Asylum. And, um, well, since this is considered a night-night case, because he's taken a particular interest in finding this guy, having tussled with him before and all that. So the, the night-night's your territory, Nikki, so uh, you, I'm going to hand that over to you, Nikki Nail. Well, uh, why is night-night considered to be uh, my territory? <laughs> well, you dated him, didn't you? Oh, well, I, I wouldn't consider that a date. I still don't know why I agreed to that. I... Uh, yeah, whatever, but as far as our audience is concerned, the name Night Night is permanently attached to the name Nicky Nail, so deal with it. The Boogeyman story is yours. Now, on to the second one, and yeah, it's a little shaky, it's a little weird, but there's been way too many eyewitness testimony on it, so I guess we'll follow up on it because, well... There's not much else going on. Again, quiet month so far. So, apparently, there's been quite a few sightings of what people are describing as the ghost of this dead superhero. Whizbang was his name. I mean, you blinked, you missed him. <laughs> kind of. Well, maybe that's a little inappropriate. He says he's dead, but uh, he had super speed powers. Uh, he saved the president or some such. I don't know. Uh, could have been a member of the ASS, but uh, well, but he died. And but now people are claiming to see him popping up all over the place. So uh, I guess we'll pursue that. So um, uh, Mark, uh, I'm gonna put that one on you. All right. Yeah. Oh, well, d- 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 all right, Mr. Suckle. I- I'll 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 give it the old college try. <laughs> yeah, we're Capes Confidential. We cover superheroes, superpowers, hell, even alien invasion. You know, we might as well give a look. See it ghost stories, but chances are you're not gonna find much. So uh, don't be too shy about you know using your imagination there, Mark, to uh, you know, exaggerate parts of the story and uh, do a little, little speculation for the overall package. You understand? Because uh, you know, we're desperate for stories here at this point. Uh, 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 okay, I, I, I get you. I, I get you. Of course, I know the story is somewhat true, because I myself have witnessed the ghost of Whizbang. But I can't reveal that, because I witnessed him 
Well, I was sun king. Hey, Mr. Suckle, Mr. Suckle, uh, late breaking news. Uh, oh, snapper. Hey, listen, what's with this Mr. Suckle? Come on, we're all friends and even family here. Call me Dick. Oh, uh, right, uh, Dick. Uh, I, I just saw some breaking news. It seems... Sun King attacked Rick's core last night. What? I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, if, if he did attack Rick's core, then I, I, he had a good reason. <laughs> All right, hold your horses there, Layla. I mean, I know we're tabloid, but we gotta try to be objective on that. Uh, Snapper, where'd you hear that? Uh, on City City News. In fact, they're talking to Rick's reign right now. Oh, God damn it. Uh, uh, Bobble, uh, uh, turn the TV on. Okay, Mr. Su- I mean, okay, Dick. Now, Mr. Rain, you've made some serious accusations here, but uh, on what grounds do you jump to the conclusion that Sun King is somehow responsible for the damage done to your property? <laughs> Come on, Hung Mule. Unless you've been living under a rock for the past few years, everyone knows that Sun King has been obsessed with leading a campaign of harassment against me. He's already damaged my property several times and threatened my person. And besides, there aren't too many people around on this planet that can go flying around and destroying property with plasma blasts coming from their body. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, Mr. Sar- I mean, Dick, we can't take the word of Rex Rain seriously. I mean, the man doesn't exactly have a, a spotless reputation. Exactly. <laughs> this is just a smear campaign against a, a, a great superhero. All I want to know is how the hell is City City News scoop us once again on our own territory of superhero stars? We're not so fast, Mr. Suckle. Uh, I mean, Dick. Well, well, well. If it isn't the prodigal reporter, Mr. Tabloid. You know, for a man whose name is literally Tabloid, it seems like you'd have shown more dedication for working at a Tabloid uh, by not being late to staff meeting. Oh, man, I'm sorry I was late, Dick, but I was busy nailing down my sources on this story, and I managed to get you a scoop. One scoop that's going to top City City News doing a live interview with Rex Random Sound. Well, how about Rex Core's security cam footage of the attack? <laughs> what? <laughs> I gotta see this. Well, it is right on my phone. Hey, what? There's somebody flying around here. Flying? Uh, coming right in. And hot. They're on fire? I mean, they're shooting fire at the place. <laughs> Holy shit! And we got this exclusive, right? Yes, sir, we do. <laughs> good work, Tab. Good work. Let's get this out there pronto. And we'll go with the angle that this is a possible, allegedly, attack from uh, Sun King. <laughs> now, wait a minute, uh, Mr. Sun... I, I, Dick, uh, the, the footage there is really blurry. It's hard to see what's going on. Yeah, Mark's <laughs> right. And, and it's so blurry, but I can clearly see there's no cape in it. And, and Sun King always wears a cape. <laughs> Damn it, Mark! Hey, you're getting too anal for the details. And Layla, for God's sakes, your schoolgirl crush for Sun King is getting in the way of your objectivity. Besides, who else? This Rex Reed said, I'm sorry, but it's true. Who else could fly in and blast the place up with that 
That laser thing that Sun King always does. <laughs> well, there's plenty of supervillains who could do similar things. And besides, even though it's a blurry figure, I, I the blast seemed to come from the chest of the figure. Well, when Sun King doesn't do it like that. Oh, well, yeah, I guess he tends to shoot it from his crotch, but... Uh... <laughs> no, not his crotch. He wears a belt and, and he shoots it from that. Yeah, well, who's to say he can't shoot it from somewhere else? Besides blurry, you know, maybe it was really fast and you couldn't quite tell where it's from. Anyway, look, the sexy detail of the story, the angle, is the rivalry between Sun King and Rex Rain. We're going to go with that until we find otherwise. All right? Layla, if you can control yourself, you're going to back up tab <laughs> on this one. Oh, All right? And Mark, your job is to go chase that ghost. So uh, get to it, guys. Chop, chop. So, uh, hey, Mark, uh, Suckle's got you chasing ghosts? Huh? Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Bubba. Uh, it's the ghost of Whizbang. Whiz-bang? Yeah, you know, that speedster guy that we met when we first formed the ASS. No? Oh, that's right! <laughs> that was before you you did. Um, well, uh, you know, uh, he was there, uh, and then he got killed uh, by those flying girls harem girls on flying carpet stuff. Did anyway, uh, Dr. Spectacular knew him better, I think. I don't know. I probably should have been looking into this because I've actually seen the ghost. Whoa! Really? But it's still strange. I never heard of him. I mean... Well, I'm sure we probably mentioned him. No? Well, I, I guess we probably should have had a plaque or something at the Hall of Super. But anyway, look, I've got to deal with this this attack on Rex Corps. Yeah, but you've been assigned to this ghost story. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm going to need your help, Bubba. Uh, uh, let's say we uh, partner up on this story, and you take care of that while, you know, I I deal with this thing because uh, someone's trying to set me up, and I've got to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, okay. And if you need any help from the flea, fastest bug man alive, you, you know, let me know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that, Bubba. Oh, no. Will even the help of the flea, fastest bug man alive, be enough to help Sun King overcome the smearing of his name? And who could be behind this plot? Just Rick's reign, perhaps? Yeah, probably. But how's he doing it? Well, perhaps we'll find out the answer to this and other questions in the next exciting episode of The Adventures of Sun King! Well, it's been a while, but I finally found some time to get back to watching Space 1999. Yeah, yeah, it's about to. Yeah, well, you know. Stuff got in the way. And so this one was called New Adam, New Eve. Ah, well, I guess I guess this is going to be uh, some sort of uh, biblical reference and stuff within the story. Yeah, that's right, Lefty. And um, But not only that, uh, this uh, show, which is often compared to Star Trek, well, of course, I mean, come on, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, except they're traveling around on the moon instead of a starship. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but uh, this one borrows from not one, but two episodes of Star Trek. 
Uh, of course, there was the plot of the original pilot that wasn't aired, but they did reuse it for the Menagerie two-part episode in the original Star Trek, uh, where uh, you know Captain Pike was captured by the Telosians, and the whole thing was they wanted him to breed with uh, their captured girl, uh, a new race to inherit their world. Yeah, that just they were treating them like like lab animals or something, an experiment. Yeah, something like that, and. Um, also, there was the episode where the Enterprise met Apollo. <laughs> yeah, that guy, the toga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and uh, well, of course, it turns out he really was Apollo. It's just the, that whole idea that, uh, you know, uh, myths about gods and whatnot was based on aliens visiting the world. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's what this one does? Well, yeah, kind of. So, you know, they're traveling around on the moon. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, uh, and uh, they uh, things go haywire and stuff, and then all of a sudden, uh, the culprit behind it appears, and it's this guy in a I don't know a robe, a moo moo, a moo moo. <laughs> yeah, except he wasn't fat, but um, you know, uh, and he declares that he's God. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he says. Um, calls himself Magus, which is significant to the Bible, but uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, and he uh, it, it tells them that uh, he wants to start over with humanity and uh, he's got a new planet for them to live on and um, he selects uh, Koenig, Dr. Russell, and uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Maya? Oh uh, yeah, the shapeshifter girl with, with, with the sideburns. And uh, I don't know, the stupid pretty boy guy they put on the show in the second season. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he was supposed to be the replacement for that Victor guy, but, uh, you know, he wasn't all that great. They never explained what happened to uh, the, to Victor. Yeah, I don't know. They just uh, didn't. So anyway, uh, they don't really have much of a choice. The guy's really powerful because he says he's God, you know. And uh, so uh, he selects the four of them, and they, they hop aboard a, an eagle and fly down to the planet. And then once they're there... Uh, Magus, also known as God, declares they're going to stay there for the rest of their lives and uh, produce a new human race for him to guide uh, to the right way of living. And, uh, I don't know, I guess the uh, moon people will just be sent on their way. <laughs> of course, Koenig's not too happy about this. Well, I guess not. No. You know, I guess one of the original aspects of their plot was uh, Magus wanted Koenig to bang Maya and for the what's his name Tony to bang Dr. Russell but 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 like Koenig and Dr. Russell already in love and stuff and I think Maya and Tony have a crush on each other yeah well he decided to mix it up for his own entertainment he's a bit of a pervert isn't he yeah oh yeah uh, so well that wasn't gonna work out well uh, he fixed it to where if Koenig tried to touch Dr. Russell, uh, they would get an electric shock, and vice versa for the others. <laughs> what? Yeah. They kind of dropped the ball on him when Maya turned into a bird. Tony could touch the bird. Well, I guess if she just turned into something else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she could have turned into Dr. Russell if she wanted to, you know. But Oh, so that's how she makes it easy for uh, Koenig, you know. No, not really. They end up making out. What? Yeah, now while well, the moon's out and stuff. That's it? Yeah, I guess I thought they were going to say Magus was like doing some kind of magic on them or something. But um, no, nah, they, once they were alone, they just started making out. And same thing with, uh, uh, you know, Dr. Russell and uh, uh, what's his name, Tony. 
that good. They're just trash. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, they they run into some trouble with some uh, I don't know beast creatures or whatever. And uh, then uh, Mega shows up, saves him from that. Uh, but then they discover these uh, tunnels. They go snooping around. He keeps telling them to stay in their place, but of course they don't. And uh, but then uh, he leaves. And interestingly enough, uh, they do reveal this. Uh, when it's nighttime, he doesn't show up. So he's scared of the dark, but he's good. Yeah, well, they do explain that. Okay, so uh, he meets, uh, or they, they meet this other uh, creature down there, and uh, you, you, you begin to catch on that there's other people on the planet that this Magus guy has been experimenting on. And um, so, of course, Magus is upset about their snooping. Yeah, he doesn't want them to see behind the curtain. Or behind his robe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so uh, they begin to uh, feel or find out. Uh, Maya turns into a bird, flies over there, and Magus says, "Oh, I didn't know there were birds on this planet." But he's God. Yeah. Well, obviously he isn't. Oh, so he's just a powerful alien. Yes, he's just a powerful alien, uh, which is you know typical of this sort of scenario. So anyway. Uh, but they they realize that he's afraid of the dark. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, obviously not uh, literally in the sense of uh, you know he needs a nightlight to sleep by or the boogeyman will get him. No, he needs sunlight like Superman does. Oh, oh that well, there you go. So he's just like he's a Kryptonian and he needs that for his superpowers. Yeah, yeah, he does. So they decide, hey, if we can get him in the dark, uh, we can you know escape. And uh, so they decide to, uh, well, they decide to pull a, a a trap on him. A trap? They got a they got a trap god. Yeah. How are they gonna do that? Well, they kind of use a an old trick. They uh, they dig a hole and cover it up to disguise it, and uh, they trick him into falling into it. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> he just walks right into it. Yeah, well, again, we know he's not God. Yeah, but he was, like, all powerful and stuff. Yeah, well. <laughs> so he falls into the hole, and they cover it up with him in it. And so now he doesn't have powers anymore. And since it uh, turns out his power was holding the whole planet together, it starts to fall apart. Uh, and they have to make good their escape for the uh, for the eagle to get back to the moon base. Well, wait a minute. If, if his power holds the planet together, how was he holding it together in the dark? Well, he was never in the dark, Lefty. He he went to the other side of the planet where the sun was shining. Oh, that's that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so you know, they didn't miss the spot there. But, I mean, he this awesome godlike power he had. But the second he's not in sunlight, it, it shuts down. So, <laughs> yeah, that's... That's pretty stupid. I mean, even it's like you know, Superman is like he stores the energy in his body. So even if you you shut off the sun, because he operates at night too, and you know he's still got some reserves there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think it would take a while. They would have to figure out how to keep him in that hole a long time to drain him out. But uh, but you know they only had a few minutes left in the episode, so that just had to work. So the whole planet goes to hell. Yeah, pretty much. Well, what about the other creatures? They didn't worry about them except for the one mutant guy, um, and he's turns out he's actually the child of an alien species that he experimented on. So he he's all messed up. He really looks hideous, and he doesn't like it, and he just wants to die. 
and uh, Magus wouldn't let him die, so he uh, he's going to die with the planet uh, blowing up and stuff. Oh, okay, so yeah, so that was it. Just the one guy. Yeah, I guess he was wearing like an alien spacesuit. I don't think they meant that to be. Maybe they meant it to be his body. It was all these. It was like it was made out of giant macaroni. What? Yeah, and but his his face, well, he, he just had these like tumor on it and hair. I, it didn't really match up, so I'm assuming that's an alien spacesuit that he was wearing, left over by his his parents. Um, so yeah. Well, all right. So uh, you said the name Vegas was significant. Oh, right. So he claims, and this is another thing they take from Star Trek. Oh my God. Yeah, they, you know, they had the character who invented the android woman. And he wanted to fall in love with her, uh, but she didn't. So he used Kirk to turn her on. So that she and then he wanted to get rid of Kirk so he could have her for his girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah, uh, but uh, she she loved Kirk romantically, but she only loved the other guy uh, for you know as a father. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, well, uh, and uh, it, well, it turns out he was an immortal who had lived on Earth and was apparently at one point uh, Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> oh God, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then there was the uh, Jack the Ripper. Uh, episode they did where it was actually a spirit, an evil spirit that possessed bodies over the centuries and uh, ended up on the Enterprise. Uh Yeah, so there's that kind of thing here where this Magus guy claims, well, he was Simon Magus in the Bible, which was this sorcerer who was trying to figure out how the apostles were committing uh, miracles, or performing miracles rather. Uh, And uh, and he died in that story. Uh, but uh, and then he said uh, he was uh, he was Merlin and stuff like that that he had been a part of uh, human history. But basically, he was just a, a fancy a magician uh, doing these tricks and whatnot, an immortal one. And uh, while it weren't really tricks, he he could actually do it, but only in the sunlight. Yeah, only when the sun's up. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, he could have killed him in his sleep, I suppose. If he ever did. Yeah, I guess he didn't. So anyway, um, you know, uh, as some of the other stupid episodes, uh, especially of season two. Don't say it. Yeah, I, this one was probably one of the better ones. Oh, my God. Yeah, that gives you any idea of how bad uh, season two of Space 1999 uh, is turning out. Um, <laughs> but at least it wasn't. Brian the Brain. There's that. Yeah. It was just Vegas, the false god. Yep. Pretty much. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. Oh, yeah!